Live, episode 504. Owen just believes that it's 504. He doesn't know for a fact, but he just is saying 504. I refuse to acknowledge any... Um, I, I refuse to point out that Eric is wrong. We just had a very rough um, reptile <laughs> fight club. Yes. That did, that did devolve into shouting. So yes. like, I did get a little just, passionate at yeah. the end. The old, the old Eric made a, made, a, made a showing. <laughs> Justin and Chuck are like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> what have we oh, done? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I think so now I have to compensate by agreeing with you with everything that happens for the next like, <laughs> day or two. Be like, yeah, it's five yeah, four. Man. Damn right it is. I wonder why you he told me so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so what's up, everybody in the chat? Um, we figured we would do uh, this is going to be a me and Owen show, and um, since uh, it is uh, well, I guess it was a little bit past Python baby season, a little bit, but. Uh, we figured we'd hit uh, the for, topic for of some that is for Other some ones of us yes. don't stop. Apparently, are you on team spring breeder team uh, winter breeder? Are you team ball python? I'm Whatever slowly becoming team babies happen whenever. So yes. it's exactly. Yeah. You know, some uh, chondro people, they breed all year long, you know. So anyway, um, we figured that uh, in part of our breeding uh, series uh, that we go through, we figured it would be good to talk about getting your babies established. Mm-hmm. And then what does it take? What's our feelings on what it takes to have them ready for sale? Oof. But I'm uh struggle busting with that right now. You yeah. Know, I got I got got kids everywhere that need to get the hell out of here. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um so yeah, should be a uh should be a good show. But first, we must do some housekeeping. Uh yes. I actually got some snakes. <laughs> what? Uh, I I did. Uh, I did. I did. The owners of these did. snakes know you got them. Uh, yeah. I was think, it the, I was believe. it those wild caught IJs that I saw the the <laughs> yes one point one. That's that's the ones. Re- uh, what? No, I, really? Oh. <laughs> no, no. Because <laughs> I was tempted by those. I didn't get to mention that yesterday um, Wait, when I saw. Where you. were they? Oh. Uh, Steve Katz put them up. Get out. One point one wild caught IJs, supposedly breedable size by next year. Were they nice looking? Yeah, they're right. Uh, yeah, no, they're, they're, not. they're not. They're not horrible. They right. are wild caught, which means right. They haven't that been refined, fun. but yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, right. they're IJs. <laughs> like uh. I was tempted to if I had. Bad bunny, I'd be like, I'll buy them, not tell Eric and be like, look what I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you to buy them for your wedding present? <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Honey. <laughs> um, well, I kind of made a mistake and told Eric to sort of buy us this. Uh, <laughs> Eric bought us carpet pythons. Is Don't this a Simpson? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Is it Simpsons that she likes? That's the she one likes, she likes. She, right? um, she bred Simpsons. So she she had a clutch of Simpsons. Um, gotcha. Years ago, and she she loved her Simpsons pythons, and she desperately wants to do the stims again. But I don't think she had a hand in getting the babies feeding okay. when they hatched. So I think like otherwise, I think the love affair with the Simpsons would have like broke because I keep <laughs> hearing horror stories. So I don't know. Right. I don't see. Oh wait, it's a post. Maybe I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking. he had a couple posts on about it. Yeah. Snakes available. 
I just see snakes available. I'll like have to jungles. look later. Well, it's it not like the... we're doing a show or no, something. Yeah, it's not like we're doing some sort of thing. It was. Uh, it, you it, said dude, IJs. They... I got distracted. They oh, may have been. They may have been swept up because he had some bread lie. He had some uh, jungles and a couple other things he was throwing out there. So the IJs may have gotten swept up. Yeah. I yeah. I do have I guess I could yeah I guess I could share the what uh, did we that, get? Um, Why didn't see. I know about this? You didn't tell me you got snakes until we got on air. What fresh hell is this? Well, you brought them. Oh yeah, those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I got some uh, some really killer. Uh, there it is. Uh, killer coastal striped coastals from uh, Billy Hunt, who will buy me reptiles. Um, me and uh, Billy sort of have snake trade that we do all the time, um, mm-hmm. back and forth. I'm gonna be. It kind of looks citrus tigery, man. I'm, it does. Kind of impressed with this animal. I am. To I am too. It's 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 very cool. I like the uh, I like the subtle blushing. So yeah, the parents. I think we must have talked about it on a show. Mm. Oh, um, and. Uh, this was the uh, so these are the parents and it just it, I don't know this animal just really impressed me like oh my god that is killer oh snake. my oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's almost like exantic or something you know it's it's standard, standard crap <laughs> god damn it Scott god damn it Scott <laughs> oh, that's a mop bucket there you go that's it <laughs> Scott's like, uh, I don't see the difference between these two pictures. It's like <laughs> a snake and a mop bucket. These things are the same. So, and this is the sire, sire. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. yeah I can see cool. why you grabbed that. Pretty cool. I'm into it. But Billy's an awesome guy. Um, yep. If you haven't uh, checked out his stuff, me and him are uh, quite infatuated with the striped uh, persona of uh, carpet pythons. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he also sent me a tiger female. Um, she's nice. She's pretty. She reminds me of like like my classic tigers that I had years ago. So it was cool to kind of have that back in. Yeah. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, there's so many things I can do with this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so much more room for activities. So, um, yeah, that was cool. So I, I, I got her, and then I transported those other two to you. So. You know, books, I, I don't know if I've, I think I talked about this on Carpets and Coffee, mm. um, but uh, I don't do show it have. To me again. Don't show it to me again. The uh, the book, you know, for those of you that uh, yep. 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 don't know, it's yeah. amazing. So. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he let me, let me hold it for a little bit and thumb through it. Hold, so hold on. Yeah. I'm going to show, because we talked uh-huh. about this on Reptile Fight Club last night. Yeah. But this is this. This is the picture, um, Scott Viper. Since he's in the chat, I'll post up his. Look at that jungle, man! Look at that jungle. And Scott took that picture of that jungle. Yeah, and it was missing a tail. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That's You're awesome. Right. It really is like a Bible, man. Like <laughs> you could kill <laughs> like someone I'm, with I'm that. Walk you around. Hit them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hello. Have you heard I... the good word of the carpet python today? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Hello. Yes. Have you heard of this word the, from the holiness of the Podfather? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yep. Of course. Um, what else is going on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we did Reptile Fight Club last yes. night. We fought about. Should we tell them what we fought about? I think we should. 
It was in the chat. It was in the NPR chat. So we have a NPR chat thing that we, uh, I think pretty much anybody that's cool is in the chat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, of course. <laughs> they yeah. are all cool, yes. Um, oh, the old one side by side. So it's the side. Hold on. I, that's, Go ahead. That's it's a good the point. size of two of the complete carpet python. So if you had two copies of the complete carpet python right next to each other, the more complete carpet python is about the same size. So it is literally double the size. So So here's two. Yep. Complete carpet python. Eh, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wow. close. So that's side by side. Jesus. Let's see how much um you can see Eric dressed up as a priest on Halloween. This is another cool carpet python book in case. Uh do I not have that one? Wait. I don't know, do you? It's got a rough scale know. on the front. Look at that. I should have that's why I should have it. Yeah, so yeah. that's a cool one. I grabbed that while I was doing it. Um <clears throat> oh yeah, there's one too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mm. should show that one too. There's a coastal carpet that's like on Scott's fence. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Yeah, uh, there it is. Uh, right uh, in the tree. See it? Okay. Yeah. It's his uh, backyard. Scott just wanders outside, finds no a really cool python. Yeah, no wonder he calls him crabbits. He's to like kick him out of the way to get to his garbage cans. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, we only have what forty-eight days. Uh so this should be fine. Keep saying we. You keep saying we, and it digs the knife oh, in a little slower right. each time. I forgot. There is no we here. You yes. have forty something days. Yes. Which means you have like what thirty days until you're married. Very good. But we thought about um, the pros and cons of a morph in, in a, a rare species. species. Mm-hmm. So, guess which side Owen took? I, <laughs> I still believe that that coin flip was rigged, and that hurt me very much to do those points. So. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scott's lucky. He's going to, to Germany to, uh, to, uh, promote his new book. Nice. Uh, the, the Lapid book, um, which is, I can't wait to get my hands on that one too. Hopefully I'll be done this one two times over by the time I get that you can go one. quick read that shine, <clears throat> finish up the shine book and then you can, Oh, I forgot about the shine book. Yeah. God damn it. So many yeah, books. To read. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I did get, uh, the, uh, it's like the Australian and New Zealand uh, reptiles and amphibians picture book. Um, AHS puts it out. It's pretty cool. That's pretty, awesome. Pretty cool. Yep. Um, so, but uh, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, babies. But in the meantime, oh, and speaking of babies, yes. How's it going over there at uh, Pandemonium Baby Central? <laughs> it's Pandemonium. <laughs> I am. Slowly running out of bins, but I have gotten a bunch of stuff feeding, and I took a ton of pictures over the weekend. So I'm gonna like have all this crap up on the fa- up on line for sale and stuff like that. So like a ton of caramel stuffs going up, jungle stuff. Um, some of the mad hogs are starting eating, starting to eat more and more. So just going, 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 and then the olives hatched, and they have shed before the white lips did. 
and the White Lips all but three took their very first meals right off the bat. So wow, mm-hmm. that's cool. I know it snakes after my own heart. They ate like crazy, and they're vicious little killers right out of the, right right from the get go. It's like yes. So here's a <laughs> here's a question that sort yep. of goes into uh, maybe what we're going to talk about mm. at some point down the line. But like, do you did you do an order of mice? way ahead of time knowing you're going to have x amount of pairs producing <laughs> i mean of course i did what do you think i am here a fool <laughs> who doesn't expect to breed as much as he does well <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wouldn't say fool <laughs> i would um but i would so um i mean you, you the easy thing is is that you can always throw a couple of orders on of fuzzies and pinkies and stuff in your orders to throw them in the freezers. And you can do that throughout the year. And then usually Mm -hmm. have, I'll usually try to stockpile a couple extra bags of fuzzies and hoppers and stuff when I'm getting into it. And then you need at least one bag of like pinkies for the really small species. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll also uh, get the orders of the baby quail from Mm -hmm. like rodent pro and a couple things that I'll do that throughout the year as well. So that I can have a good stockpile of quail because that's a good thing to use for when they're not feeding. And mm-hmm. olives just love birds. Like if mm-hmm. I'm expecting an olive clutch, I'm like, I, I should I better make sure I have some quail because I, want, I wonder what yeah. it is about olives that they're attracted to birds as babies so much. I mean, they're so big as babies, dude. Like you an olive takes up my whole hand right out of the egg. Mm. And I mean, I, I think they would. I think they're opportunistic. I don't think an olive python born in Australia is going to be like, nope. I will only eat bird. They're going to eat. They're going to hit anything that comes across them. But I think the majority of the food that um, they get is from is birds. It has to be. Uh, I do not order my rodents from Rodent Pro. I have a local guy that breeds my rodents. He also does chicks, rabbits, guinea pigs, bunnies, everything under the sun, but he does not do quail. The smallest bird he can get is a chick, a a couple day old chick. So if I want anything smaller, I got to go somewhere else. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I was using um, a cold blooded cafe, Mm -hmm. Um, but they don't have any type of birds. So right. in order to get birds, I have to go to Rodent Pro. And then it, this last time, I see, see that's, mm. you know, I, I guess if you're running like, um, you know, a feeder business. Yeah. I know it's not as easy as it sounds, but like, I, I don't know. I would think, especially with a lot of people doing like the, like a variety of mm-hmm. prey items mm-hmm. that I would try to, even if you bought them, that's I think the thing is what they do is I'm not sure if they farm it. I know they produce the rodents, but they may have agreements with other farms that do yeah. that do birds because <clears throat> every I can tell you right now that all the chicks that I buy from my local sourced guy, um, they're all boys because there's a ton of chicken farms out here in Lancaster and they don't want the males. So they'll do that whole thing so there you go yeah yeah i i, I didn't even think about that the 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 counter shading that they have mm-hmm. yeah so it 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, but, it makes um, sense, right? What, what you and I do is we usually just go in on one box together a year that's filled yeah. with all the different size birds. And then you just kind of milk that for a year because you have the problem is that with the weird thing about birds is like the smaller they are, the more expensive they are. Yeah. Like one bag of those baby quail is like 60 something bucks. Whereas like two chickens in a bag is like $5. Like it's like, okay. So um, you can just kind of use it that way. But bird is, I, I think people, when I, when I, especially when I first started having an animal on birds was like, Oh God, how, what? Oh God. I like, nobody wants it. If it's on chicken, it's like, yeah. Remember it, that? Yeah. Remember now I'm like, weird that was? like it's, um, the other thing is I'll go and get the, uh, the, the whole, like a chicken wing from like the supermarket, like just the whole chicken wing mm-hmm. and just straighten it out. And it's basically just uh, like, if you cut the, uh, the webbing in between, it just becomes a whole straight thing. Uh-huh. My snakes leave the whole thing and no problems there. Yeah, this is um, Darren. Darren posted this up. I, I want to say this is an imbricata. I think that's what he had said. It Maybe was on one of the islands and mm-hmm. um, it was eating the birds. You know, you see that a lot with carpets. Um, yeah. It doesn't always need to be a white mouse. It was born in a lab. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the uh, uh, so, yeah, with the bird thing, right? Mm. It's kind of like um it's kind of like how supermarkets are set up, right? You put the soda real cheap, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they come in. So you're losing money on soda, right? Of you course, no money on soda, especially you know in Philadelphia they have a tax on tax on, on yep. Mm-hmm. So people go outside the city. But the point is, is that if you're losing money on that, you are going to keep that customer there, getting other stuff that you are making money on. You know, that's sort of the idea. So my thought would be like, I don't know why more rodent breeders are not sort of catching on and even you know what i mean because that happened to me right i'm mm-hmm. like ah, well you got to fill the box to make the yeah, shipping that's work the problem. whatever it's it always is always got to fill so the like, box ah, i gotta you know right. i guess i'll buy some mice and some rats and this stuff and yep. you know you know fill it up even though i don't really like rodent pros rodents so i i, I try to get the exotic stuff right you know that's why it's gerbils, easier it, that's why it's easier like for when you and I are like, let's get a box and let's just, it's just a box full of bird and you just fill <laughs> yeah. it with all that. And then you call it yeah. good. Um, but I, I mean, I have some African, African softwares downstairs right now because I got for one of my carpets that wasn't eating and I don't see the hype. They're just a fuzzy rat. Like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> so African softwares. Yeah. I don't, I never, I don't understand it. You know, but. in the earlier days, um, I don't really, I, I don't know, man. I really have not ran into problems with feet. I have one carpet mm. that is the pain in the ass to eat. It's a Cape York Archer River male. Okay. And man, this thing will not, it's like one of those droppers. I hate that. Go oh to my hell. god! You know, it's like then you finally think it ate it, and, and then you, you know you get the dreaded yep. smell. Like the next day, you're like, "Oh man, the wife's yelling at me." She's like, How "I thought you it? took care of that." Uh God, I don't know. A couple years old, maybe. Put it down for winter. Small. Put it down for winter. Put it down for winter. Yep. Well, what? It's like a hundred degrees outside, I, man. I'm just know. not now. Like no shit. <laughs> Put it down in the in this coming season. Put it down for for winter. 
let it experience no food and all this other stuff for a certain amount of time yeah. and the drops. And then when it brings, when it comes back up, cause my Maclots Python was the same, it would drop every rodent and would only eat chicken. And then I dropped it down for the first year. Cause at one point mm-hmm. I'm feeding this thing like six chicks because it's a, it's a growing Mac. Right. Um, I bring it back up and it just starts nailing medium to large rats and never look back. Yeah, I've done that with females and bigger ones yeah. and all. So mm-hmm. it's definitely uh definitely something that works. Um before we get into the to the more of the feeding stuff, what did yep. you think of the new shipping company? Uh the Redline Line Science Shipping Company. I like it. I mean, I've been using Roden Pro, but I was kind of trying to do a shift over to um oh god. Not Roden Pro. You mean no, no, Reptile for you? Reptile. No, I I was using all pro shipping. Um, ship your reptiles yeah and i was moving over to reptile um to you because um is reptile you or is it reptiles to you reptiles to you yeah i think it's reptiles to you because the price breakdown between the two was insane like it for ship your reptiles it was here and then for reptiles to you it was like here and it was and they both got there and i and i started kind of experimenting by like shipping something out and seeing if it actually they work just as good so yeah yeah i, I guess they're going to get into I, I i mean it's you know competition is always a good thing to wear um, yeah i think the thing though with shipping is that it must be that must be a hard, hard nut to crack and as far as i think that most people that have been shipping with somebody for a long time like i've i've used ship your reptiles for mm-hmm. forever right and um even though I thought about changing a couple times and, you know, trying out some of the other ones. Um, I, what's the one that Mike runs? Is that reptiles to you? I don't know. I, I don't think it is. I think that one is reptiles express. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, it's, it's one of those things where I would, and I tried it, and I think the problem is that I get set in my way. So, like, when I go yeah. on to ship your reptiles, it it knows all my stuff yes. tied into it. It's all yeah. locked in. I just type in, and there it goes. So you get used to it, and you don't want to do a new thing because you don't have to get used to it. But if if we're talking, like, 30 bucks cheaper, yeah, that adds up when you start yeah. sending stuff. So, And that honestly can make or break a sale sometimes because people don't seem to understand that – you can buy the animal and then it's your responsibility to get it to you. I will not give you a break on shipping because that's not what costs me anything. You have to pay for that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's getting tighter and tighter too. Do you see that as much as whereas like when people would offer it and say free shipping? Right. Well, when it started, it used to be 20, 30 bucks to send anything on the East coast. Mm -hmm. Then it started to get to like, 40 50 towards like midwest and then it was like 80 out to um california now it's like a hundred something bucks out to california and arizona and that whole west and then it's 50 it's it's not any better like it slowly drifts back it's still like 40 bucks to send something to new jersey yeah so yeah 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 i mean um oh thn is in the house my god what? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think like, you know, very much like Eric Hernandez, like mm. I've been using Shippy Reptile since 2009, mm-hmm. maybe, I guess, when they mm-hmm. first came out. 
I, I personally like the fact that I know the people that I can talk to when I'm having but, them pick it up, when I have a yeah. problem, that I know their name. I know, right. you know what I mean? They they kind of know who, who I am. So, But doesn't it grind you a little bit that some people who have been using another shipping company, after they do a certain amount of time, they get discounts and stuff like that? And I've been using Shipyard Reptiles for this long, and I've shipped out this many things. There's no discounts that I've gotten. Yeah, yeah. I think like, you hear change, about like though. Reptile Express and a couple other things where it's like they've been there for so long. They've done this many shipments. Now this is their rate for shipping. Justin, is Reptiles Express the one that um, uh, Mike is at? Because that's the one I wanted to change to just Mike because Arnold. I like Mike. Yeah, Mike yeah, yeah. You know, Mike's Mike's yeah. an awesome guy. And um, what a hell of an accent. He's oh, like a mini. <laughs> the, the problem is, is that. When, when we used to be, and people will, it used to be that you had to be flagged through FedEx and you could ship through FedEx. And those were the rates that you could do. And you were given the opportunity to ship the reptile through FedEx. And that's how it used to be. Yeah. And then where you had to, is that when oh, you had yeah. to send a box? I had to send a box, yeah, a, 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 a box for them to grade. Yes. And then they gave me the permission. So like, yeah, I had a shipping certificate. I was allowed to ship through FedEx. Yeah. It was nothing but a headache because I think, I think the problem is right. You don't have that direct connect right right you're just a person whereas like with ship your reptiles reptiles express reptiles to you whoever you use mm -hmm. you know redline science shipping um is you know th they they know those people that they can call right you know right. what i mean right it's so i i i i've been in that position where mm -hmm. i've had to argue with people at the fedex office to make them look me up on the computer to mm -hmm. show them that they can take this box over there yeah. and put it on the cart and then have some other mm -hmm. people do it. I've had people, I had a hub in Arizona call me because they refused to put the snake on the truck because they knew what it was and they didn't want to do it. And I had to lose in my mind and freak out over those people. Like I, I've had all that and shipping companies take away that bullshit. Like it's, you don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> I think, um, I think it's a good thing that there's other competition because I think that it's going to lead to, you know, stuff changes. Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's so funny. I, I was thinking about this when I saw yeah. him post that up and I think back, I think it was like, what was it? 2007, eight, somewhere in mm -hmm. that area when they first brought out shipping of reptiles. Right. Yeah. You know, up until that point, you basically had to have this FedEx account and like, you know, only the the top end breeders at that point were really people doing that or you shipped that. it as mixed nuts or <laughs> fragile computer parts. Or, yeah. yeah. But, you know, when. She, oh, man. And that company that first came out, I can't remember what it was called. Um, but they used UPS and you couldn't oh, yeah. ship through UPS. And the guy was a real piece of shit and he, he yeah. bamboozled everybody, stole a whole bunch of money. And then that's when Robin and um, Chad came out and they brought um, rep, or ship your reptiles and they sort of took it over. But instead of using UPS, they used FedEx. And if Delta Dash wasn't the most horrible thing on the planet, I 
would send all my snakes Delta Dash. Like, first of all, ex- oh yeah, oh yeah, it's expensive. isn't that like the big crate inside a crate inside yeah, well, a crate? That's, a, that's well, that's if you're like shipping a crocodile, but like oh. Delta. Or like Chris Salemi when he ships bears and tigers exactly and like those. That's what Delta is. That's what right. That's what that is. Is so. I mean, the problem is that you have to go to the airport. You have to go to this thing. You have to sit there. Your box is right over there. You can see it, and you're like, "Can I get it?" They're like, "It hasn't arrived yet in the computer." Right there, it's the box that says Owen McIntyre. I know it is. So. Um, and yeah, you have to use Delta for venomous. I think it's, I know nothing about that. You shouldn't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think you also should use Delta for monitors and things like that. Just because come on size, the cardboard box, it's not going to keep a monitor. (laughs) Yeah. I know it's in here. A little wooden box. (laughs) We're bringing it over on the forklift. They just put it down on the yeah. thing. Yeah. But it's, me, um, me, me, me. any minute now. Need a hand truck? No, I, I got it. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, oh. but it, it, it's, I've had it where you, you drop the animal off. It's plane is at this time and you just get to the airport at this time and they unload it and they hand it to you. And mm-hmm. it's like the fastest, easiest thing. But yeah, you have to like, go to the airport which sucks so yeah yeah i, I yeah what does lisa say i'm a fedex carrier since the <laughs> 90s and i remember seeing some messed up ways people should trap dials they, st- they still do <laughs> <laughs> they still remember when do. people like would ship their snakes in socks and stuff yeah <laughs> yes or what was see the problem is my favorite is that when when uh, back when it was like fragile computer parts and crap, like it was like all of a sudden it was like they would like it, they would shut down for the weekend and they would just be like, eh, and the snake would go in a building or not make it there. And that's what sucks is that because it was not labeled as an animal, mm-hmm. they extra didn't care. I mean, they yeah. don't care already. I mean, you can slap as many stickers on it that it's a live breathing thing in there. They don't give a damn, but when it wasn't, it was just, that's what it was. Like they didn't care. Um, I've had to, I had to drive to New Jersey to pick up a snake. My first M pen when it did not arrive by the time the FedEx hub near me closed mm-hmm. and it was Friday. It was a Friday. Oh, and geez. if I didn't get down to her, she was going to be in a thing for the weekend. So Yeah like nine o'clock at the FedEx hub in New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Dude, that's what that it, there's as much as you want to bitch about like what it is like now, we cannot go back. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Oh my God. No, <laughs> no, no. Do you think that like, you know, here's another thing I've been thinking mm. about. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking a lot. And we're we get into the baby thing. It's good. But, no, it's fine. Um, Keep going. Do you think that like, I don't know. I just was, I, I, I think I was, what was he on? Zuckerberg was on, um, Rogan uh, mm. a couple of days ago. Maybe it was last week sometime, mm. but anyway, I was getting to it. I wonder if there ever will be a virtual reptile show. Do you ever think that? Like, I think about like the, you know, you could basically like set up a table mm. and with the way that cameras are going and cell phones and all this stuff, I mean, mm. look what we're doing right now. You know what I mean? And like, you could like, you know what I mean? If you put on this virtual reality uh, thing, you could go to this reptile show. And um, 
I don't know. I think the benefit to that would be is that you're not going to get mites. That is true. (laughs) You know, that is uh, true. See, Justin's with me. VR shows are going to happen. I think think that's the way, man. I think it's the way. Eventually, I think what will end up happening is you'll set up a VR store and somebody can come in on their little whatever the fuck and peruse your stock. I mean, yeah, it'll eventually be end up being that way. So, um, snake sales are hard enough as is, you know, now let's add to it. I don't know. Can I virtual reality with your snake? Sure. Cool. Well, I guess you could see it in like different angles and stuff and you could take it out and, you know, virtual reptile show. show. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. I was a worker during the pandemic. I wasn't stuck inside. I had to go and, out with and the, uh, we salute the you virus. for your service. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it service? No, but um, <laughs> it's your livelihood. But yes. um, yeah, no, I mean, I I wouldn't mind it. Uh, I I'd be all for it. Things are obviously as different. T- it seems like technology advances. And then we just find a way to use it for reptiles. <laughs> like you had yeah. that, you showed me that one little robot that like turns on your lights for you. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> dude, it's a great. Oh, speaking of which, yeah, here's the thing, right? Mm. I know that the people have talked about this and this is sort of old technology or whatever, but um, I got this switch bot. Mm. Um, uh, hum- it's like a temperature humidity gauge. Oh, right? okay. And here's the cool thing. Mm. I got a switch bot humidifier right so that i can go in and i can program it to say okay if it goes below 70 percent humidity Turn i want the humidifier, the humidifier to get going yeah <laughs> if it goes to 80 percent humidity i turn want the humidifier off. to turn off but i have a constant graph you know and we talk about i had no idea i knew it was humid in my reptile room it is very I don't know what it is about my room in particular. I on the East Coast here, obviously, there's a lot of um, is it's very humid, right? A lot of your um, air ducts go, I think, right above your goddamn ceiling, right? There. Yeah, there's that one so, that's like right so between. There's that cold air that's going yeah. right through, and it's like it it accumulates like the dew on the on the you have a cold uh, air tunnel in the ceiling, a, and then right. a bunch of cot cages. I don't know why it's humid. I, Wait, it is 79% humidity in my uh, reptile room. And I'm like, man, that is and and like it dips down. I think the low was what was it, 71, maybe? Mm. So like I think when Rob says, you know, me and Rob talk about this all the time, where it's like, um, uh, you know, when we talk about breeding or we talk about conditions or what gets animals going, mm-hmm. um, you know, we take for granted because I would have thought for sure, maybe 50, 60% was my room. Not 80, 80. Yeah. Not 80. You have a you know? tropical rainforest that you're trying. To I don't even have heat on in my and, room right now. Yeah. And I opened up the window and the humidity got higher. <laughs> I don't know, man. I How does this work? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other cool thing is, like, I, I was going to redo my lights and everything. Right. And um, they make this thing. It's uh, SwitchBot makes it, right? And mm-hmm. what it is is this. It's it's like this. It It's like this little box. And you put it on your light. And it has this hook on it that you attach to the switch. Right. So, it, so when the, you want the light to go off, it pulls it. 
when you right. want the, it pushes it. So, you know, it turns your light on and off basically, but you don't have to go in and like redo the, uh, you know, have like a wire. You have to rewire it or you just put this whole shit stuff, right, right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh man, they're talking about uh, Simpsons. I don't Something I miss. along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but um, yeah, holy shit, humidity, man. It's, it's really humid. Um, and it's down in the forties for you, Jason at night, my was, coastal carpets that I got from Billy, they're on the yeah. back porch, man. They're loving life. They are loving life. I say it was close to 70 last night. It's going to get down into the sixties and fifties tonight. See, I guess I'm still too much inland or, mm. out, you know, towards the coast, I guess. Uh, you're it, not it, that far away. If it's getting down to 60 for me, it's going to get down to 60 for you. Yeah, maybe, but well, it, yeah. <laughs> I understand I you know. live closer to Philadelphia where the but collective sixty degrees is not cold. Keeps for a it snake. warm, isn't that crazy? What? Yeah. Wait, listen. What? Come on, man. You're going to tell me that sixty degrees. If we went out in the middle of the night and it's sixty degrees, that a snake wouldn't be out. A carpet? No, it would automatically. That, that's when it would be out. Right. Yeah. Guess what? When it was ninety degrees, guess where the snakes were? Not the fuck out. (laughs) They were hiding. They were were hiding hiding where it was sixty degrees. As soon as the lights went down and the temperature dropped and that heat came off, right? Mm. Snakes were out cruising around, man, like cruising all over. Oh yes, this is this is my new. uh, It's my new quarantine room. Is my porch with my plants (laughs) because it's just basically like an open porch, right? The windows are open, everything is open. it gets real nice sun in there, but like it's shaded enough to where it's not hitting the snake. Oh man, they freaking love it. They tore it up. Perfect. It. Yes. Of course, I can't keep it out there on the window though. No. In the winter when it's like <laughs> negative two. <laughs> um, Snake's not doing so well. It hasn't moved in a while. Right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that was technology. All right, let's 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 talk about some babies. So babies hatch cool. out. Yes. What's your time frame? From how long? Oh, so let's let's break it down, right? We're going to be focused particularly on pythons with a strong uh, tendency towards carpets. I'm glad but, you specified because there's a lot going on here. So yeah, yeah, I know. So like, and then oh, and if you want to interject some colubrid talk or things like oh, that, nice. of yeah. like maybe tips and tricks that you can uh, to do it. And I guess Panic. if you really want to dive deep into um, you know colubrid. Um, talk when it comes to uh, getting babies uh the gentleman at ccr did a uh did a tremendous episode on getting babies going so nice yeah nice uh, really cool tricks they talk pinky pump and everything man no <laughs> i refuse if, right. if i have to get the pinky pump you you deserve death like you know that's no so right. yeah uh, um all right so what's your so let's let's start with carpets what do okay. you wait do what do you do what's what's your what's your thing they set hatch you out set it up leave it alone leave do it alone what's your time it. frame it needs shed? to shed yeah shed okay. it needs to shed now if the entire clutch is shed and there's one holdout you're okay to feed because i really doubt that one like didn't absorb its yoke when everybody else did so just try feeding um I would say they need to, they, it used to be they would shed their skin and I would offer them a, fee, a meal immediately. I feel like you have more success if you give them about a week after they've shed mm-hmm. and then offer because you want them to get hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the first thing you do is you start with what you would want them to eat. So mm-hmm. 
start with throws, frozen thawed hopper mice because you're not going to get everybody, but you'll mm-hmm. get a few. And yeah. now those will just be on hopper mice forever. And that is the same thing for colubrids. Like I had a couple of the mad hogs eat hoppers right away. Cool. Done. Mm-hmm. I had two blonde hog nose, eight, eight pinkies right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, the rhinos, I don't, they're not even shed yet. So, um, but that's great. Cause then you don't have to do anything else with them. They're, you can put those snakes on autopilot because now you're just going to offer them food and they're going to eat it. Um, hopefully that's the plan. Yeah. Then you can, after you offer frozen thought a couple times, frozen thought hoppers and you still get ones that aren't necessarily feeding. Now it's time to start working tricks and same deal. You start high and you work your way to like crazy. So you start, start normal and then you work your way to insane because you don't want to like offer everybody, frozen thawed geckos because then you have to feed everything that ate a frozen thawed gecko so you start with things like uh scenting chick down easy then you can start scenting where you thaw it out in a bucket full of chicks you can try scenting with um chicken guts you can try braining you can try different food items like uh you can try uh, different types of rodent, like baby gerbils. You can try live. You can try all the things that are really easy for you to do just as a straight-up keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> then you start dipping into things like you have to go get button coil babies or you have to go get a gecko to thaw the um, hopper in the gecko water or canned tuna water or... By the way, how cool was it that gecko skin that I? That was that is awesome. (laughs) I love that thing. That's another thing you try wrapping it. So, how I get a lot of the mad hogs and some other baby pythons feeding that aren't going is it? um, You thaw them out with the gecko scent juice from uh, Reptilinks, right? And I usually put in a whole dead gecko in there, and then I'll use the skin and I'll just put it over the head of the hopper. And sometimes that's enough. And you've Other had to times, do that with carpets? I've not done it with carpets. I refuse okay. to do it with carpets. Okay. Um, what are you doing that with? Mad hogs. Okay. Mad Hugs hogs. Bits. And <laughs> I might have to do it with a Chinese king rat. What are they eating in the wild? That, that Everything. They're just eating anything. I mean, they're, they're, they're anything that they can get. Mouth, like they're Pac Manning themselves across their and natural habitat they'll put anything in their mouth and just eat it so so yeah i've done a couple of things and tricks Mm. and i've changed over the years well i haven't bred i didn't breed this year so many moons um, ago when you used to breed yeah so i i used to have this struggle where i could you know and this carpets right um Mm. darwin's man mother Mm, to get going Oh my God, they're tough. Yeah, um, I've heard diamond pythons are just as tough. Breadlice suck. I think it's because yeah, breadlice suck because cool. they they they're more uh, they're not they're not as nippy as uh, you know. Yeah, I well, I gave it to I gave it to I Owen have it. so we yeah. use it, but yeah. it's so cool. Dustin's um, the the geckos I got from Dustin um, Grom. Uh, it's shed in one piece. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's got little toes on it and everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so cool. But. The um, I I mean, bread lies suck because they're so shy. They're not nippy. Yeah, right. 
they don't they don't bite so it's almost like so it's a coin flip either the entire clutch eats frozen thought and it's great or the entire clutch eats live and you have to force them you have to do that for a couple feedings till you get them over to the frozen thought so it's really have you noticed have you noticed the ones that are super like super bitey are bad eaters as well yes. there's like this there's like this you don't want them too shy you, and you, you don't want, want them too you, right? <laughs> because it's like they're mad at the world and they right. like, you know they just like just throw them throw it you know? <laughs> i've seen that with so many different types of pythons where i, they just I would like, say they just that is so i told you about the white lips the three that did not eat are in that angry at the world throw everything phase. right like yeah, they threw their yeah. entire bodies at these hoppers yeah. bit it chuck the hopper threw themselves and it's like they need to just calm down and actually what i feel like is you have one of those that's the one that you really need to give a perch to because then they anchor themselves and they can't lunge really far because they're all twisted up on a perch or something and that's when they eat so um but yeah you you're right you don't want too shy you don't want too angry you want a happy little medium so yeah, I, I just in my experience, those ones that are just like super aggressive or terrible feeders, or yeah. it's they're terrible to get started, right? Yep. And I, and one thing with them in particular that I noticed that helped calm them down a bit, and I wonder if it's just stress because when I would give them a perch and they were they were above and they were cold, mm-hmm. like they anchor on. It's like they sort of like I don't know, maybe because they're sort of just in the tub and they don't have that anchor and they just right. like they're flinging themselves so hard. Right. And because they're not anchored to something, they're flinging their whole body at you. Exactly. You know? I, you when know. they have an anchor, it becomes the flinging becomes more of a calculated strike. Correct. And it's and it works better. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Darwin's were they were terrible. Um, I've never really had issues with the IJs getting going. Um, jungles. I've never had that. That that used to be back in the day that they were the they were labeled as the difficult ones. Yeah, and they um, were like, oh, they're mice feeders, and you used to have to like pump your mail, yeah, you pump cares? your jungles up to a certain point, and then be like, start throwing rats at them, and it's like, well, well, I think it's because we fed them wrong. Right. Exactly. You could feed mice. Yeah, and you could be a mouser. Yeah, and it will be fine. That used to but be like, sacrilege. It used to be like right? it's a mouser. Nobody wants it. Who gives a shit? Does it eat? This is a real crap. It <laughs> <laughs> also, especially if you have if you had a mouser male, who gives Terrible. a damn? Who gives a <laughs> yeah. damn? Yeah. Well, it's not only that. Like I don't know. Um, you know, reading that there was a paper that was that Rob talks about this a lot. I know Scott has mentioned it as well. The guys over on Herpological Highlights talk about it. There's mm. a paper and they talked about Burmese python digestion and how the system shuts down and then yep. goes back into it or whatever. And you want to try to take advantage of feeding it as not not as much as you can, but like you want to give it a, a few meals within this time frame. I, I think it's like a two week time span that their system right. is engaged, digesting that meal, right? So, like, if you were to feed it, say, like four mice over the course of like you know, I don't know, even if you fed it once a day mm-hmm. over that time, and then you you don't feed it for a while, and then you you know you you have this cycle of of up and down type of deal. I think that it wouldn't matter if you're feeding mice. Like Rob, he only feeds all his snakes mice. He yeah. doesn't feed any rats or anything like that. Yeah. All mice, all mice. Um, 
But uh, anyway, I, I did this thing where um, when I first started breeding morphs and stuff where I was having a terrible go at it. Uh, I remember how hard it was to get albino zebras to get going. Mm-hmm. I, had, I tried the bag tricks and all these different tricks. And then that sort of led me to want to uh, feed frozen or no feed live from the gate right. and just try it, you know. Um, and I had some success with that, but it's such a pain in the ass to get live. You know, I'd have to order it through Matt and then go pick it up. And yep. just, I don't yep. know, it was just a pain in the ass. To be, um, to be honest, mm-hmm. we have, I have three mice that mm-hmm. they're usually producing a litter of pinkies uh-huh. every like three weeks or something like that. Usually once right. a month I get a litter of pinkies, which okay. is fantastic because then you let them. Like I, I, I've, I've literally pulled the pinkies, offered them to the snakes and whoever isn't eaten goes back in with their parents <laughs> with the and, and then we'll, and then we'll try again later. Like it was just, Oh my God. Off to be dead. Listen, listen, I'm a monster. I know it's fine. You're terrible. <laughs> it's, it's all right. We survived. So, the food chain sucks. No, you okay? didn't. <laughs> Sometimes oh, that's it's not horrible. fun to be on the food chain, but no, no, um, no, no. But that's no. how you get. That's how I get a lot of stuff eating. So, and then now we have the three rats, and the rat will. I mean, the the, the one rat we had downstairs had nineteen babies at mm-hmm. one time, right? And I'm like, holy shit! So it was like I was taking like five or six rat pinks because I have that one speckled Madagascar hognose that only eats by nest raiding. So I just right. kept giving him rodent nests to raid. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like it's, I mean, what was that squid game? Uh, whatever. <laughs> that the one that was on May that the game? odds be ever in your favor. Nature's yeah. a bitch. What do you want? Yes. Here? So, Sorry. yeah. Carry on. <laughs> so, so I'll do that. So now that speckled hognose is actually putting on weight and size because I keep giving it a bunch of nests to raid. And it'll eat the rats all the way up to fuzzy. Like, and it'll okay. eat like six or seven at one time. So right. now I might actually get to the point where I can actually try to breed the speckles. I think at your point, man, you need to really start breeding at least a few mice. No, yeah, I, it's so it, it's one of those things where I didn't want to do it. I fought so hard. You did. But then I kept having animals that needed live. And then it yes. happened. It happened once where my uh, I got a bunch of rodents. And it turns out I had one male and two females and there were pinkies in the corner. And I'm like, well, now you have a purpose. Damn it. <laughs> like it was just like, and then the rats happened because I got too oh, wait, live. And, rats too? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Man. Lots, I got, lots going over there. At Casa I got two, Day Owen. <laughs> listen, I got, I got two rats and I put them in with snakes and they were not eaten. Uh-huh. So then I um, put them in their own cage uh-huh. And I found out they were both females, and the next day Melissa shows up with a male rat, and I'm like, "Well, shit!" <laughs> like so, now we have that, but we've had to separate the rats because they were breeding too much. So um, <laughs> you're too successful. It was too successful. What I'm is going on over there in the water <laughs> over there at the McIntyre house, man? Everything is breeding. I'm very good at breeding oh, things goodness. this year. I don't know what's happening. Oh but. man. Owen's going to have a twins come uh, 2023. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, You're going to be in Luke's boat. (laughs) No. Um, Well, what was the, it's weird because I got the mice and no baby, I had no baby snakes yet. So Mm -hmm. I kept just 
you know, freezing and killing off the the litters of pinkies that I got. So mm-hmm. I had one of those big bags that all the rats come in and I have it full of hoppers that I've produced just in my own house. Nice. And it's just like, well, shit. Okay. So. Yeah, man. I mean, it got it. It's got to be cheaper. It is. It is. It's Cause you know what? Even... You can go to, you can go to Walmart and they sell cheap ass, cheap ass rodent block in the size of like a, um, like a cereal box. And it's for like a buck, two bucks. Yeah. But is that any good? Shit's been breeding on it. Like, I don't, it, yeah, it's I been working. You know so. what I found? Oh, hold on. Hold the phone. Mm. When I was driving back from Robert's house, hanging out with Robert and, and yeah. Jason, um, I never went up 611 the opposite way. I've always went towards the turnpike. So I went the opposite way. I yeah. hear Justin Justin from THP talk about tractor supply store all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I oh, drove yeah. by and I was like, oh, my God. There's oh, yeah. That's like 10 minutes from my house. What is going on here? Oh, tractor supply is great, yes. dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Shangri-La for the uh, for reptile keepers. <laughs> but it's... I mean, go ahead. Sorry, we went online and we found out that there was like some some sort of corn cob litter mm-hmm. bedding that, like, it's either litter for cats and then it can also be used for bedding for rodents. Cheap as shit. We right. bought a couple bags of it, and, and you're you're rolling. And if it takes away the stress of having to feed a baby, and the other part is that I don't have to like feed my live feeders and then wait for the next reptile show. Cause a lot of times reptile shows happen like in rapid succession mm-hmm. and then they take like a big ass fucking break mm-hmm. where I have to make sure I go to the reptile show because I need live. Like it takes that off. So yeah. Yeah. I, 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 so back to what I was saying with me, mm-hmm. um, I did live for a while. I did that for one season and it, and it worked okay, but um, I think I, next season came around. I don't know what was going on, and I, I, I just, I, I sort of just wanted to stick with the frozen thawed. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried. So first of all, to me, it you know the first thing is setup, right? Right. Um, I think it's important for carpets that you have perching. I think that that's important because I think a lot of their, you know, just their, um, instinct is to sort of hang. Like mm-hmm. a chondro sort mm-hmm. of weight. I mean, you know, it's not the green magic s- snakes on sticks that only do the, that type of thing. mystical green dragons <laughs> that <laughs> yes. are on sticks. Yeah. Many of the Morelia uh, do do such, uh, you know, weight. Um, so to me, I found that usually if I don't, I, I mean, I've gotten babies to go without mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. but um, and I, there was a couple seasons where I kind of got lazy and I didn't have the the right stuff. But you know, for sure, a hundred percent of the time, um, if I had, uh, I would drop feed too. I didn't even do. I just put it in there overnight, let it go, come that back is, in the morning, and it was gone. That is the best part of um, yeah. the best part of call you Brits. It's like you just put it in there, walk away. <laughs> like I don't I don't need to sit but, there and be like, I wonder if my king rats will eat. Like it's <laughs> so here's a question. Colubrids yeah. or pythons are easy. Boids or colubrids, colubroids easier than it, to get going than it um it depends. No? It it's so it so depends. Like I had a clutch. Just in of, general, what's your what's your success think, rate for one versus the other? I mean, the success rate for one is I've been breeding pythons forever, but um, right. it depends. It depends so much on 
the clutch and the individual. Like I had the entire clutch like super caramels this year and I've just been banging my head against the wall and I have two out of 12 eating. Yeah. And, but then all my corn snakes took pinkies right out of the egg. All my white lips, except for three, the majority of them, my pine snakes all took, I got a good amount of the mad hogs eating now. So it's just, it depends on the thing, but it's one of those, it's a war of like attrition. You just keep, grinding and then eventually i will get to this happy point where i'm at in like february when feeding babies comes down to open drawer throw pink throw mouse at snake that's coming for you because it knows food's coming and close the drawer and it's like all of a sudden one day feeding the babies goes from like two hours to five minutes so yeah yeah you know, I, I think, well, I think the ones that I've had the hardest time with mm. are Jags and yeah. something with Darwin in it. Jags are definitely harder because the problem is, is that. Because they're neurological. Exactly. Compromised. They're like, they're like food, 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 <laughs> and then like they, they went from, they went to, they, went, they meant to go left, but they go right. So right. it's that I would say, um. My hardest ones, there's I've always been morphs. I mean, there's always like the prettiest one in the group has always got something where it's like, no, it's like, no, 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 you're not gonna like that. This is, I wasn't asking. Right. Um, but I've had a couple where I've had to force feed and do all of this stuff. Um, I think, these, I think these mad, these blonde hog nose babies, um, so far the majority have not taken now twice. So, the next step is I got to start doing different things. I might try to see what they, if they'll do fish, I might try to see if they'll do, um, when I got a baby from somebody else, they said gecko scent. So I'll probably have to start doing that with them. Um, this may be the year where I have to go get like a live gecko and just figure it out that way. Yeah. I think, um, for me, right. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I've learned over the, um, the years of doing this is that prey size matters as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I never used to take that into account. I used to think like, okay, all, all baby carpets will eat a hopper and I'm good to go. Right. Um, but I found that some species prefer larger prey. Yep. Some species prefer smaller prey. Um, case in example, um, the Tully jungles that I have, mm-hmm. right. For the longest time struggled with getting them going and Rob breeds his own mice. And for whatever reason, Rob's mice are like Morelia crack. They smell um, like Colorado. I, I don't know what it is. It's all the weed in the air. I, yeah, I, I, I there you go. Make some munchy, munchy down or whatever. I, I don't know. But, um, you know, uh, some of the, so he, he, he like sort of sells off some of his excess stuff to, uh, mm-hmm. local, local guys and whatnot. And, um, they swear that like if they try to get rodents from somewhere else, they won't take it. I think I brought this up a while ago. It's like, yeah. I, I got these, uh, I got the uh, black-coated um, uh, mice. Right. And my carpets were, like, picky about it. Like, yeah. you know, the picky ones were like, well, no. And I'm like, what the frig would the color of the coat, you know, the fur? Matter? Some do, man. Some do, man. <clears throat> it's it's weird. I, I luckily got into the thing where um, I got a bunch of those black mice because the good thing about those mice is that the strain – is relatively small. So an adult 
black mouse is like the per, is like the size of that in between size of a of a of a, a hopper weanling a small adult white and then mm-hmm. my large white mice so that was a great one to get some of those snakes transitioning because uh i had a couple that weren't necessarily ready for that next step like i had my bairds mm-hmm. um my female slamming food the male was kind of touch and go and mm-hmm. also he would drop a lot so getting mm-hmm. those smaller black mice would get him he ate those and he get, started growing more and now he's starting to take those bigger white mice gotcha so but you know nobody cares about beards anyway ouch mm-hmm. justin smith is schmitty's gonna get you i was just, that was <laughs> i threw that out there to see if he's paying attention tempting so, the tempting yeah, yeah. I, I did okay. tempt the schmitty yeah okay yeah. Um, yeah. I. I. Uh, <clears throat> you know. As as far as um, I, I'm sort of with you. I, I wait till they shed. So here's a question. Yep. Do you feed babies when they're in shed after? Yes. Yep. So you you feed. It's Friday. If it, I'm if feeding. It's, if it's food day, and you're not. Matter. If you're if it's food day and you're not hideously blue, I'm talking like blind, can't see shit. You're getting offered food. Because I've had ones where they they eat and then they they shed and the shed is caught or like right where the food lump it starts and I have to go in and like rip the shed so that I can peel the rest of them off. So I mean, only uh, shut up. <laughs> shed gets stuck. Uh, take a note, Rob. <laughs> They're healthy. They're eating what? It's fine. Oh man, that's great. Um, it's only happened. No, <laughs> well, happens a lot actually. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, oh, it man. does happen at least once a year. <laughs> so it's, that's great. Yep. I'm not gonna lie, I've had that happen too. Thank but I you. don't feed snakes when they're in shed. I don't know why. I just always thought that they're sort of to. focused. Yeah. No, no, no. I know, but I've always felt like they're sort of focused on, you know, uh, all their energy and whatnot is going towards, um, you know, getting through the process of shedding right, skin, right. which is pretty freaking cool, by the way. It I mean, is. I enjoy <laughs> it. Know? Um, Dude, I know. The, it's, babies, it's like those things we just take for granted. All of babies, their 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 sheds are so fine that like that first shed, yes, like it's white never, lips? it's never complete. I don't know what the white lips are yet. They haven't done it yet. <laughs> what do they so, feel like as babies? Are they similar? Oh, like velvety. really soft, velvety? Like, oh, yeah. the, the baby white lips are, they feel like a carpet that needs to shed. They're smooth, right. but it seems weird. Right. And I'm like, all right, well, shed. Like, you guys are totally out there. Like, you should be going blue. But, like, the olives came out of the egg, immediately went blue, and all immediately have shed. And they hatched after the white lips, and they've all shed before the white lips. So... The, but the shed skin of an olive is very fine, and they don't do it in a complete thing. It's like it can't. There's always just curled up pieces all over the thing, and then baby olives after that shed, they feel so velvety and nice. It's awesome. That's cool. Wow, Richard got some uh, some green tree python eggs. What nice. kind? Yeah. Say it the in green the tree python eggs. He told you. Well, I mean, is it a locality? Is it a designer? Is it it's green tree python bloodline? Okay, fair <laughs> enough. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, so yeah. The, the, so, I, I, 
currently, um, mm-hmm. you know, my just approach is, uh, like I said, just doing the, uh, the draw. And, and I would say probably my experience has been maybe 90% um, Cyclops locality. Very nice. Congrats, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's good to see somebody doing some locality chondro breedings i i always i always appreciate that Very which good. other which other chondro breeders in our area would do something like that i know you're out there mr pingle <laughs> pringle <laughs> when's he gonna breed some arus <laughs> i don't know he keeps saying that he doesn't care what you he think about arus with, yeah yeah he taunts you with those arus yeah yeah i know yeah. Just taunt me and taunt me. All right, he's he's talking about other projects that he's all excited about that I have to reel him in on. Something like that. I I don't mm. I don't know if he's ready to share with the world what he's got cooking up. So, oh. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um. So, um. Yeah. Another trick that I've I've tried over the years is, and I actually got this from uh, Keith McPeak and Matt, and um, mm. it kind of worked for a little while with carpets. Is I used to take. Instead of doing a hide, I would just take a whole bunch of sphagnum moss, mm-hmm. like a hand clump like this, and I just sort of put it in the tub, and they would sort of count, you know, get under there. And it used to drive me nuts that, like, I'm like, I get this real nice New Zealand high end uh, sphagnum moss, and they're under the paper, and I'm like, yeah. God damn it! <laughs> God damn so, it. so the white lips, the white lips, and uh, they have a humidity hide, so it's okay. um, normally you've seen my hides. They're like little plastic yep. squares, things with little holes cut in them. Um, the white lip hides are actually like when you go to the store, you can get little containers that you would put in your lunchbox for like snacks and stuff like that. And then uh-huh. I melted a hole in the top, so it's a sealed plastic container, and inside's a bunch of damp moss, and then the snake can slide in through a hole at the top. Um, they don't use them. Like I mean, they use them periodically because it's seventy percent humidity. Probably reptile rooms, so, man. <laughs> I mean, they they use them periodically. Why do they need that? But, but I mean, like I, they are the dirtiest animals, and not because they're like shit and pissing everywhere. It's because they're gliding through the moss and then whipping around their cages. So there's little tiny bits of moss all over oh, in their yeah, water and everything. So, yeah. um, but that's something you do for. That's something you need to consider when you're thinking why the animal isn't feeding, well, maybe it's not on the same level as some of the other stuff. Like I'm not sure if the white lips would have done as well if I didn't give them those humidity hides. Right. I remember when I had a bunch of short tails and mm-hmm. um, that would be one that was scared the shit out of me. Right. For sure. That, that, that mm-hmm. trick that I just talked about with the, the moss is like, you know, except in, um, the case of short tails, mm-hmm. I would just put the entire tub as just a layer of moss. So and uh, it would be bulkier in other parts right. or whatever. But like when you would go in, you didn't know where the snake was and you would be like dangling. Wiggling them underneath. <laughs> and it's just like, no, because they're, like they are like 100% ambush. So it erupts from underneath. And it's just like shooting out at you, man. You're just like, whoa. That's what I imagine sand boa keepers are just like, where are you? (laughs) It's It's probably the same thing. Yeah, 100%. um, So I got a quarantine breaks in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And I got to move the ring downstairs. Okay. And I got to set that up. And I've been thinking about 
what to do for her because there's got to be a shit ton of humidity. And then where would they consider wanting? Like, what would they want? So, yeah. Is it okay? The secret project? Shit. Well, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not so secret anymore. Not so secret anymore. Yeah. How how do I proceed with this one? I don't know. (laughs) Well, wait wait for the Patreon chat, which, by the way, yeah, uh, we will be doing right after. This. We'll save that for that. Yeah, we'll we'll do this after the show. We're gonna do uh, um, probably in maybe half hour, forty minutes, forty minutes. Like that. Then yeah. we're gonna jump on over to there, and uh, yep. so for the the Patreon uh, people, we're gonna we'll continue we're gonna, discussing things. Yeah, we will we will fill you in on the secret project, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna give our thoughts on the Animal Con uh, event. Um, They'll be interesting. <laughs> I thought that, that would be something that would be good to do for the Patreon thing. Yes. I have some some feelings on that. Some thoughts. Yeah. Good and bad. No. But anyway, <laughs> back to babies. Yep. Um, doesn't eat. Baby doesn't eat. How long until you try again? Week? Two Ten weeks? days. Ten days. Ten to 14 what's days. Your, what's their typical time frame between when you're feeding babies? Ten to 14 days. Okay. If... Uh, and there's something that grinds my cross so badly Uh-oh. is when you get a new snake and you're mm-hmm. like, I smacked it in the head with a mouse after it just went halfway across the world in a fucking box yeah, and everything that, is man? completely changed and it won't eat. All right. Well, leave it alone. Hey, I came back to back at it yesterday and I'm still hitting it in the head with like, you need to give the animals time to adjust. So if you try feeding it and it doesn't eat, Going down there tomorrow, more than likely, you're not going to get it feeding. More than likely, you're wasting a hopper. Yeah. Give it time. I I just don't. Where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I wonder where some of our. I want to find the one asshole that did like an unboxing video that did feeding right after and smack him with a. I think it must be like some, you know, I. I, I don't know. I think of somebody and like they're just like excited about the snake eating. I like, understand that, but that isn't helping. Like, and, and also when you do, I would want to say the that I think you don't want to shift feeding options all that quickly either. You know, try one thing once or twice, then shift. Don't just keep yes. hitting it with a bunch of crazy things because then. Again, every time the door opens, who knows what the fuck is happening? And if you're doing it multiple times a week, and I, and I say this because I was the person who fed my babies twice a week because I thought you needed to feed them twice a week because that thought was the only way you could get them big enough before you could sell them. Jesus Christ, before they were a year old, they were eating like rat hoppers. Right. It's not good. It's, it's, it's so funny how different sectors of the python hobby, mm. right? look at those things as what is ready for sale right right like i don't know if it's still a thing but it used to be in the ball python world that you you know they had to you have to put the weight of what the animal is you know but like carpet people i just took the weight because i was just curious of like what they weighed you know Mm -hmm. and just to get an eye like put a number with what i'm seeing right it's like Mm -hmm. learning you know, yeah, that's how I, I learned. I, I right? wanted to know. I wanted to know what the baby mad the blonde hogs hatch at. Right. Um. There. What did they hatch at? Five grams. Five grams. 
five grams. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. How Nuts. small are these things? It's just so tiny. <laughs> like it was just, and it's one of those really tiny thing where I'm like, I'm not sure if me with my giant, like <laughs> not a fragile. I can't person. get over that. <laughs> they were so tiny. They're so tiny. Holy shit. That's corn snake, dude. That's yeah. That's like chondro size, man. Yeah. That's probably smaller than chondro. Yeah, yeah. Jason, yeah. that's like that little ringneck snake that you had with next to the toothpick and the well, penny. The problem is five grams, but there's nothing on them but a fucking huge head. Like they just wow, got a head. Five grams. Damn, yeah. that's tiny. Oh yeah, man. My mind is probably going to explode when I breed pygmy pythons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, wait, what? How did these worms get into my snake case? Oh, wait, those are the babies. Like, yeah. I can't so. even imagine, like, you can't have air holes in the tubs or anything because they're going to get away. Well, thank thank you God, you gave, God you gave me all those bins that I use for collier brids. Where yes. I'm like, that's the only thing they could go into. Like, it oh, was. Yeah, it would probably be uh, like a four foot enclosure for oh them and that thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, shit. Northern Red Belly. That was it. Yeah. Mm. Holy man. Jason, when you show me that picture, that was insane. Wow. That was crazy. Um, do we have Timothy's asking, do we have any experience with Popwin Apodora? <sighs> yes, I do. I do. You do. I do not. And it, I and do. It, it hurts. I want them. Funky. funky I want them. They're ears. They're so in my head, but Let's I cannot, I can't. I can't. Well, after you get married, <laughs> we have to get married, have to move, then we can start the facility. Or <laughs> we can start the, I mean, yeah, I would love to do Abadora because that'd be that's that's a project that's right up my alley. I'm telling have you have you ever worked I handled yours? Handled them okay. Yeah, so, I handled so you, yours. Okay. I handled that one that you had in like Did Chris Foley ever have no uh, not, not he may yeah. have had them, but not when you know, not when you guys together, were but together. Okay. um you had the one that was in like a 20 gallon in quarantine and it yes. was on paper and it had like rub from when it was imported and you were like this thing's a psych and it's it was dark as hell and oh it was just God, looking man. at you and it was just like death and i'm like that girl was evil man holy shit this thing is awesome it was but, so cool, but it was so crazy. At but the they same so, time. They, they're terrifying because what was that one? Somebody had a pair of seven footers. They were both seven feet. The females still ate the male. Like it was. Yeah, they are. They legit me. And like I've handled all of the big snakes. I've had mm-hmm. African rocks. I've had berms. I've had retics. I've had uh, what else? Scrubs. I've had mm-hmm. all types mm-hmm. of scrubs. Those snakes scare the shit out of me them and ring pythons are slowly clicking up my this thing is there's just breeding this thing about, is terrifying <laughs> like it's, there's just something about that species just 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 it it, it, it i can't explain the strength yeah. of these animals unless you've handled them it's just it's just another level of python they're just they're just I would, another i would love a pair another and pair. it would be it'd be one of those like i would love to get a pair of captive babies to like, I would do it like I do the white lips. Get a pair of captive babies to raise up and do everything right, but then get a pair of wildcats just to yeah. just see what happens. Like to see which is easier. It work. So the thing with wild caught is really hard to get a male. Yeah, right? that's that's def, def, definitely an issue. It's really yeah. difficult. How many people have bred them in the states? The only guy I know that bred them in the states. I'm sure there's other people that yeah. have, but the guy I know is Kevin. But that's the thing is like if you could. If you could do that now with yeah. the technology that we have, if I hatched a clutch of Apodora, I'd send all those sheds for a DNA test. 
screw it. Done. Now we know. For what? What? What do you mean? Just another sex determination. Just do it that way. So if everybody wants males, I would like oh, send the oh, sheds in for oh. DNA tests. This way you I know for 100%. And hell, if I was an importer, I'd do that. But I don't think they care enough. So I can't figure out why, though. Like, mm. to me, it doesn't – like, with them in particular, I don't understand, you know, why – are they having such a hard time finding males? Maybe like they must a, be in a different, yeah, a different area. Like meaning that they're using different part of the habitat. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Fascinating snake, but no, um, very funny with eating, right? Um, mm-hmm. You can't. Again, this this is where I got spoiled with Morelia and how easy they are, and when you compare them to stuff like Apodora, like you know, you hold a, a mouse, a rat a chick mm-hmm. whale, whatever by the foot or the tail. And, you know, it's just boom, you know, yep. with those, you have to have it like facing forward. It's it, they're very, oh, it's very right f- down the, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very, very particular about it. Their skin is funny. Sometimes um, they, they, f- they feel probably very similar to white lips and stuff like that, that real yeah. thin retic type of skin. But yeah, for some reason, they 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 seem to sometimes like shed it, <laughs> like like literally, like it, like it comes off it. their body. Yeah, it's Correct. not good. Yeah, that. I wonder if that's a like humidity bones. thing because I know that happens a lot with with um, baby. I, uh, I know they mentioned it in the uh, what the Pythons with baby of scrubs? the world. Yeah, yeah, but this is this is different. Um, I've had it happen with a berm. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were baby and berms sort, you know, berms sort of have that similar type of uh, skin. I I stumbled upon this uh, YouTube channel. It's called the Cobra Hunter or something, and basically it's this guy. <laughs> he said I may change my mind. <laughs> I didn't they, mean to talk. They, the dude, no, no, but here's the thing: you need to understand what you're getting into before you yes. buy this bulldog of a species, and it fucks yes. you up. Like yes. it is. Yes, they are not. They are a definite higher level species they're not for the faint of heart so i agree with you tony i've I've talked about this before when it comes to bones as far as migrational breeding is interesting Mm -hmm. uh you know um i was watching this um bbc episode and they were talking about these flamingos that were breeding and like in order for them to be successful like they have to migrate to this specific spot and like this is the only place where they're breed and it just got me thinking like is that what's going on here like those males have to migrate to a certain area does is there are certain things that Do they have you know, to feel like know. they migrated maybe if you take your bull and eye or a, your apodora on a <laughs> on, it'll just drive drive someplace take take you you and i would just swap males i drive the mail for an hour and then yeah there we go yeah, that could. I mean, that could be what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. It could be one of those type of things where um, there's there's this YouTube video too that I that I saw that um, it it had. So wait, let me back up. Let me talk mm-hmm. about the cobra hunter, right? So he mm-hmm. finds these Burmese pythons, and they every time. So all these Indo species seem to like cram themselves into dirt mounds. Like they just yep. like cram themselves yep. into these dirt. The only mounds. place you're safe <laughs> because you see you see the, the the people trying to find the snakes. They're just whacking with one of those hoes and they're just ripping apart the 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 you know um, the dirt. Mm-hmm. And then there's there'll be like a hole, mm-hmm. and they look in the hole and they're like, oh yeah yeah snake snake snake. And then you know they then they pull it out. 
Um, this is why we can't go so. herping it into it. It sounds like a lot of work. Like it's yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. A I, lot of digging. I, 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 there's a similar, um, I can't remember the name of the channel, but there's a similar one where the guy really focuses on short tail pythons. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's over there in Borneo, Borneo, I believe. And, um, he shows a lot of, uh, a lot of them finding them. And every time they're just in these dirt mounds that just like crammed into these little tiny holes. You know? Snakes like enclosed tight spaces. They like to feel. And it's you know, doubly that for it, Indos. You know? Like, oh my yeah. God. Um, that's just where they like to be. Yeah. That are up high killing things. Like it's, it, it, there's no in between. They're either up really high striking at everything or buried underneath things. And it's like, I gave my white lip a 10 gallon tote to lay her eggs in. And she decided to cram herself underneath the tote and spread all the mulch out until it was a divot just big enough for her and the eggs. And that's where she put them. Right. Right. Yeah, Tony was saying that he's thinking it's possible for females who are making the trips for nesting safety, humidity, or something making uh, the best areas key. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, very interesting. Um, so much it, to, to learn. <laughs> none of us have the ability to have an entire um, snake enclosure the size of a mountain, so it's hard to figure that out. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, Finishing off the Apidora, they're they're mm. big snake. They're they're awesome snakes. Love them. Very very cool. I want them, but uh, not something to uh, for the faint of heart. They are <laughs> definitely, yeah. They definitely will. They definitely have the ability to take you out. Yeah, for sure. Well, and they're also, not going to eat you, but they will take you out. <laughs> but I don't care what it does to me. You just don't hurt each other. Like I don't give a crap what you do. I'll heal. Like yes. don't kill the male. Like I, I need him. I wonder. I wonder if that's something that happens all the time. Well, it can't happen all the time. It can't right? happen all the time. But so, is it a mate selective type of thing? Like they're very selective, selective about their mates, which makes it difficult to breed yeah. when you have a species that is not really established in captivity, and you're importing like you know, maybe you're importing a wild caught from this area, and then you know you import another wild caught from, from a different area. area, yeah, and they're like, we don't like that area. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I think if I were to do it right, I'd set them up and like, I'd go bigger. Like I have eight foot cages. I'd probably set them up in something like a 10, like something, something they have a lot of room. Yeah. Um, They need a lot of space. And there's also, I'd, I'd have multiple hides where if I do have an intro, they have the ability to get away. And that's one of those intros that I'd be there and, you know, breeding season, you got to go and hang with the Apodora. You can't leave them alone. Like, no, no overnights for them. So, yeah. Right. Um, hold on. No, well, unless they were, like, until you saw breeding activity, um, then I would leave them be. But, you know, that'd be something I'd be worried about. There's a. Oh. Yeah. That one was Captain Born and Bred. Yeah. That one's pretty. I was going through like my uh, Python pictures. Mm-hmm. Savus. Savus. Berms. Yeah. Remember how those excited nice I was? You were so excited <laughs> about those berms. Remember that one? Oh, is that Golden the, um... Bar? Yeah. I like yeah. the patterned ones. Yeah, I do too, but this thing was smoking. Yeah. Ah, it's over here. And going. 
But yeah, I had a lot of cool, cool dude. She's a the Angolans a feisty thing. Yeah, they're a little bit. Uh, she wants she wants food all the time. So it's one of those like, if you open that drawer and you're not bringing uh, food, oh, I miss that girl. <laughs> is it the Sri Lankan? Sri Lankan, yeah, yeah. There he is. And I sort of she. got that. He she yeah uh, iridescence, iridescence. yeah. Yep. Just showing some pictures of my pythons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, where, where, where were we at? What were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> we were talking about Apodora, which I'm not sure that was, that was part of the... Uh, oh, part of the baby thing? That's getting right. the babies going. But uh, you were talking about getting stuff... Um... Oh, I know my question. Okay. Do you find that um, that... Well, we've established that colubrids pretty much will eat, and that's what they kind of do. There's no rhyme or reason unless you have things like uh, gray bands. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else is difficult? Are corn snakes difficult? They're not difficult, right? I I don't. I mean, they can be. I I had I have um, hatched three, two clutches of corn snakes this year. It was somewhere in like the forties. Um, and I kept three because I had some people who were interested in corn snakes just as like friends who want pets. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, here's your pinkies. They threw a fit. They bit it a lot. They didn't do anything, but if you leave it in there, they ate it anyway. So that happens a lot with the corn snakes. Um, I would say a lot of the Asian colubrids like, uh, rhinos are not easy. No. Um, you have well, to do something. You have to do fish. You have to do tadpoles. You have to do all this other stuff. Um, Mike got a considerable. He got two clutches of rhinos this year, and he had some good success with fish and um, tadpoles. Curtains? My yep, curtain. My curtain. Yep. Okay. So with tadpoles too. So I'm like, I maybe I need tadpoles. Well, that's what they eat, really, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that what they eat in the wild? Yeah, so they just went and got some tadpoles. Um, I have one of Mike's babies up up right here, and she refused uh, scented pink and a fish. Um, I'm going to move her downstairs, and it's it's just going to be trial and error. I mean, I think, you just got to keep trying with them. I think Rob was telling me about a trick he does with them where he'll feed them a fish and then sort of back it up with the pinky yep. type of deal. Okay. I've done that. Um, I've done it where I'm, I've removed. I'm assuming you've talked to him in depth about that. a couple times. Um, I've had it where actually I cut all the arms and legs off of a pinky. Right. So it's literally just a tube. Because <laughs> a lot of times they would get started, get to the arms and legs, and then just back out and spit it out. So no arms and legs. They just keep going. And then it's down. Right. But I have my one baby boy from last year. He just started rolling. Like where I can open the tub put the hopper in, close the tub, walk away. Gotcha. Okay. That shit happens. A year so, later? A year later, yeah. Right. Okay. That's why people are like, can I be on your list? Shut the fuck up. There is no <laughs> list. They will be ready when I'm damn good do and people, ready. That's the thing. Do people yeah. do lists anymore? So I they, People have to, right? Because everybody keeps asking me. But, like, it's... I I just felt I, that it was always this extra step that was like I'm not doing a list know. because you know how many times I've done lists and then I go and I offer snakes to people when they're all feeding and nobody wants them or they went and they found a snake that was available and they bought that instead. I so do there are no lists like, like you would be on the li- like you know what I mean like right you know I listen I have 
two olives are slated to go to Lucas. One olive is slated to go to you. Right. So that's the one, list. And that's the list. <laughs> right. That's it. God help yeah. everybody else. If I only get three olives this year, like it's, that's what happens. But um, yeah. Yeah. Timothy, now. they, they eat scrubs by the way. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Just so you know, uh-huh. <laughs> he said he th- Timothy had uh, he was the one that was asking us about the uh, apodora. Yeah, I've never heard of two. I never heard of a female barneck killing and eating the male. Killing, yes. Eating, no. But apodora, they yeah. eat scrubs. <laughs> they eat scrubs. They eat things. Yeah. What? What but, am I, is Jason saying? I'm pulling my leg. He's doing something. I don't know if they're having a conversation. So they probably are. Okay. All right. Fair enough. No side conversations. On. God damn it. That's okay. I just don't want to get distracted. Um, <clears> if they're asking no us a question. But <laughs> you rule with an iron fist. You're damn right. Though. I do. <laughs> um, if I, if so I don't, the me, whole damn system falls apart. Yeah. So. For me, the go-to has always been, I've never had to go to, um, so I haven't bred Antaresia yet. Mm. Right. So let's, Let's 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 be fair there. Yes. Um, You've never and, had to go to the weird fringe yet. Yes, I haven't. I haven't really had to go to you know uh, the whole sending with geckos and stuff like that. Although carpets, fun experience. Do eat geckos and skinks and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Apodora eat bones. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, I imagine Apodora eat everything. Apodora, Apodora, like yeah. it's. At another no. level, man. <laughs> yeah, get away um, from that. It's not a good thing. They're cool snakes, man. I love them. Very, very I cool. want them very, very so cool. bad. Um, I, I, I. So I haven't gotten to that point yet. But for mm. me, my go-to is always check down. I know earlier. I think Erica said in the chat that the, you know tan, canned tuna juice. Yep. Like putting the pinkies in that or putting yep. the popper in that for whatever reason. I don't know why. That seems so strange, right? Why it, tuna it, juice? <laughs> If it's like, not, what is it, a- it just smells weird. Like you, the problem is, is you're trying to get a, an animal this fucking big to realize that what you're trying to present to it is something that it needs. And sometimes you just need that kick where they just, oh, it like, and you almost see it in their head because they're all get like all defensive. And then they're like, oh, and they start drifting towards it. And then the right. bite happens and then they'll wrap it. It's like right. all of a sudden they realized everything that was going on in its head. And this is right. how it functions. Like it's. And, and like yeah. I had those non-feeder super caramels and I offered one a button quail and it literally uh-huh. did that thing where it was like, oh, drifting towards it and then bites, wraps, eats it. And then the next time I thought out food, I'd offered it a hopper and it was like it knew what to do now. Bite, wrap, eat it. And I'm like, OK, right. so sometimes you just need that one kick. Right. It's brothers and sisters. I've now had to shove mouse tails down their freaking throats. Yeah, I haven't done anything with blackheads. Obviously, mm. they're they're another That's fun thing altogether. You know, yep. most pe- most most people that um, go for them, they just sort of start the force uh, feeding, assist yeah. feeding from the gate. You know, they don't even mm. waste that time. You talk to uh, guys like Derek and Jason, and you know, even uh, uh, Justin and Ryan, and you know. Lucas even did he did that right? Didn't yep, he yep, do? Yep, yep. Yeah, right from the gate. Yep. Yep. So I think with them, you, you it sort of is what it is. But yeah. once you get them to the size, they 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 smash. They'll, they'll, they'll cruise. Like you just yeah. gotta you gotta get them past a certain point. Like even with the babies downstairs, mm-hmm. is sometimes feeding them once kicks off the metabolism and you just start going. But sometimes they need more of a kick and they need to just 
keep rolling and you got to keep force feeding. Sometimes you'll force feed them. And then a year later, they'll be dead. It sucks. Um, That's why I usually try not to do it until the snake starts losing weight. Like the second the baby starts looking thinner, it's over. You've, you've, you've lost, you had your chance. Now I need to do whatever. Um, Right. And I mean, like I have one baby downstairs that has a little bit of an underbite um, that Mm -hmm. hatched and it's reluctant to feed because I guess it can't really figure out what's going on and I'll keep trying, but I don't know. Like, do you, do you really try that hard with that kind of an animal? Because it's, well, that's the ethical question I was just going to ask. Yes. This is where ethics come into play. Right. Do I, do I force feed, get that animal to go just because now it's still got that underbite. Now it could grow out of the underbite. Um, it could be a wonderful pet for somebody, or it could be bought by somebody who knows because it's a caramel that it's a cheap caramel. Cause I know it was going to be pet worthy and they're going to try to breed it. And now all of a sudden we have an issue where caramels are born with underbites. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder about that with, you know, I, I think I've heard Zach, Dr. Zach Loveman talk mm-hmm. about many times, like his, main thing that he looks for when he's picking out a snake mm-hmm. is does it eat is it a good oh, yeah. feeder he wants oh, the best oh my god feeder. yeah who so, cares about color who cares about pattern who cares yeah. about any of that give me the best feeder and i think he's right well i traded um king rats to my curtain for some baby maclots pythons he goes okay. do you want to i'm like no what are your two best feeding females I will take yeah. them. Thank you. I don't care what right. they look like. I don't need to care what they look like. I'm sure they're gorgeous. I'm sure they're Maclots pythons. Put them right. in a bin. Like I didn't, and they are, they're vicious, dude. Oh my God. They're insane. Lyasis is another level. Man, man. That's another level of insanity. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. They want to bite you. Like Although, Lyasis, Bothrachillus, and pythons, you get the Apodora. <laughs> I, my water pythons are pretty chill. You know, I think, I, uh, I, I might actually have a good chance of water pythons this year because my my male put on some size. Oh yeah, I grew, I grew him up because my female's a bitch, so I just kept feeding him this off season because I'm like I gotta get you big enough because you keep getting pushed around by her. Right, <laughs> Jason, is it cool that I share that picture that you sent me uh, with the you, battery? You have five seconds to respond. I think he will be cool with it, but I think people need to see the size of this snake. Of the, uh, of like, it's a small snake? Yeah. I'm guessing he's cool. Do um, it. Yeah, I, I'm sure he did. Maybe I'm making an executive decision. Oh, damn. <laughs> there it is. That's is that a, a ring I know. Uh, he said it in the thing earlier. Some type of, um, wait a minute. I forget what he said it was. Uh, that's a toothpick, and that's a northern double, red belly. Is that triple A battery or it's double a, a battery? It's <laughs> that's a double A. Triple okay. A. No, triple A. Triple A. It's even hey, worse. Hey, hey. Oh my god. Oh my god. What does that eat? <laughs> I mean, like that's one of those things where it's like I fed it a pinky foot. It's like that is northern red belly. Jesus. Wow. What do you feed that? Bugs, crickets, pinhead, pinhead crickets. crickets. Northern red belly is what it is. That is so small, man. That's that's insane. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't imagine that. 
Oh, that blew my mind when he showed me that. I was like, wow. <laughs> Made the uh the trip all uh all worth it. Um pinheads, yeah, pinhead crickets. Chopped up slugs. My god. Oh yeah. That's a that's a good idea. I didn't even think no 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 no, no. slugs. Slugs, yeah. Chopped up slugs. Yeah. It's like uh, escargot, I guess. I'd literally lose that in its cage. I wouldn't, yeah. I would assume it was gone. Nope. Wow. Okay. Um, so so we talked about, we sort of got into when you should worry, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 if the snake's not losing weight, looks looks good. I, keep I trying. Just, just keep, keep trying every couple of weeks. See, you know. See if you can give it a whirl again. Another tip is feeding at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that uh, right at um, at dusk, I find that um, I, I get a real good response then. Now, it could be just because, you know, my snakes are eating good um, or yeah. not. I think because I don't feed really that much during the winter. I don't, you know what I mean? Like all the way that I feed. I, I've, I used to have issues with carpets eating. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just because they were just full. Like, yeah. just you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Jason's wife took care of those snakes. If you if you feed, I mean, I, I do feed throughout winter, but I would say that during my winter time, it's when I'm lazy. So all of a sudden, 14 days becomes 21. But of course, by then things are rolling, things are feeding quickly. You can just go in and chuck food. They're usually yeah. going from hoppers to smaller adult mice. You've got a couple shows here and there. You've got holiday shit with family this that, and the other thing so you know it, the breakup happens that way where things do get extended you're also not monitoring it as closely because you're not trying to get them established to sell because they've already been established so you'll see with my cards it's like every time they feed it's written down and then all of a sudden it just stops because like they've they've <laughs> like fed consistently like 30 goddamn times it doesn't matter so um yeah yeah, I you know just just as um, I know uh, this is just a side note, mm. but um, this is a tip that I picked up from Matt Minatola too. Is um, so when I would go to feed, um, I use sticker. I was like the sticker system, so I could look at my mm-hmm. rack um, of babies at a glance and see what's what. Mm-hmm. Soon as it, soon as it fed, it got a green sticker. If I offered it food and it didn't take it would um i wouldn't put a sticker on it um and then once so then you start to see which ones are holds out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know you sort of have this thing so what i would do is like one of those green circle stickers or whatever i put on the top and then every time i ate i would put you know a, a just mark it one two three four five yeah um and then add another another thing um and by the time so what's your cutoff to when you say that a, a snake is ready for sale depends so um i would normally do 10 feedings 10 consistent feedings consistent yep That's i'm not saying key. like it feeds twice and then it takes two week break and then like it eats again 10 yeah. consistent every time feedings. you feed it it yep. eats it eats right 10 um i would say that if a friend of mine wanted it it depends on the friend oh, um yeah, that's like different, 
like I, I'll drop off a non-feeder to you. <laughs> like, right. like if you, I'll take sure. it fresh out of the egg. Like, you know, I should have brought the damn olive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, shit. <laughs> Here you <laughs> when go. <laughs> when I think of that, um, it's just one of those things where it's like, um, I've also had animals where they've eaten three times or five times, and somebody who I know is maybe not as experienced, but is close by knows what they're doing head on their shoulders. Sure. You can take that one. I'll sell that one to you. But if I'm taking it to a show where I might potentially sell it to somebody who might lie about their experience or have no experience or need help or handholding, I want that thing bulletproof, especially if it's going to be shipped or something like that. Right. I'm not letting it go until it is consistent. My, that's why the whole feeding it right after you get it is one of my biggest pet peeves because it's like, I don't know what happened. Um, I tried feeding it. <laughs> and it's right. like, I'm like, listen, fucker, I have been feeding that animal for a year and a half. Like, right. I know it eats. It is not. It didn't come out of the egg that size. Like, I. Right. Please listen to me. So that's the whole thing. Um I do have a problem where uh, I want to get everything set up and perfect for the customer. So I've held on to things like rhinos where they're like consistently eating fish. And I'm like, I can't sell any until they're on rodents. Yeah, right. It's like, and Rob's like, or you could just sell them as fish feeders. So I'm like that. You can do that. He's like, yes. <laughs> right. So Why not? yeah, let them deal with it. So there's that whole thing where I have like, uh, I have two, two mad hogs right now that if they eat, two more times i'm gonna put them up for sale but they're live feeders right so that's just what they are there's no price break it's just what it's eating right so yeah i uh i know nick used to tell me when i first asked him that question he would say five yeah um but you know you know me i hoard all my snakes for quite a while so you're getting an animal that's pretty good and unless it's somebody like you that's just yeah. taking it yeah. you know it's, I mean? it's also those, it's those type that, of deals a lot of times if you go to 10 it also sheds twice so it also is for my selfish reasons is i can figure out what the fuck i'm looking at and if yeah. i want to keep it <laughs> like it's like 100 <laughs> percent. that there's also that yesterday <laughs> we breed for ourselves first, oh yeah right? oh, oh god <laughs> yes. Yes, yes oh god yes um yeah that's uh step one um yeah, I, I I would say you know the the key I think is consistency, right? Yes. Whatever whatever that is, just as long as every time you offer a food, it's taken in food. You know, um, if that's you know five times to ten times, it's probably somewhere in there is a good good ballpark. If, yeah, if it's taken, five, if you're selling it more as a pet, I would go more towards the ten. Right, like so, I would say once it gets past five, you can start considering it. You can take its picture. You can start taking it out of the bin. You can start doing more stuff with it. I mean, it still consistently eats fine. By the time it hits 10, it's bulletproof. Just you're fine. There's the old, uh, you know, there's our old trick too, where Mm -hmm. if it doesn't eat, you put it in the car, take it around the block. Oh yeah. Drive (laughs) it, drive it around. Yeah. (laughs) Drive it around. I have, I have um, that has worked every time. I have gone to reptile shows with <laughs> I've gone to reptile shows with babies and deli cups that are only there so that they can take a trip and then go home and then stuff like that. And I've had people who were like, like, like something sells and then somebody who's helping me out. They're like, oh, you want me to put this one in the display? I'm like, no, 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 that one's not ready. Like it needs to, you know, 
needs right. more time. This is just a trip for that one. Yeah. Uh, Ish was just saying about um, he's afraid he's going to start holding on his own. You will. You will. And producing. that's there's yeah, nothing wrong should. with that. There's no, nothing should. wrong with that. You should. You should keep at least 2.2 out of like you should at least keep 1.1 out of every clutch unless you need females or you don't need a male. You should at least have one hold back of each sex for every clutch because guess yeah. what? After a year, you can sell it then. It's not a problem. Just get rid yeah. of it. Like you can always decide that. But right. you should always try to hold because you don't know what happens. You don't you don't ever want to be in a situation where you have to buy back your own stock because something happened, or you know, yes. you you let go of all your animals and then or you let go of all your animals from this clutch and this particular thing, and that animal died. So right. I mean, I, I, I got made fun of in the early days of NPR for doing that, which, well, no, no, you did it. You kept the entire clutch. That's wrong. Which is (laughs) referred to as burking the clutch. You can't keep Um, the entire clutch. Keep 1.1. Here's why I, I held it back the entire greedy greedy person. No, because I wanted to see what they turned into. Right. So when they first hatch out, you know, I get, uh, I get, a, a visual of, of sort of like what they hatched out like, right? Mm-hmm. And I take a picture. And then after the first shed, I take another picture. After the next shed, I take another picture. Then I'll wait a little while and then, you know, uh, then I'll take another picture. And I can sort of just see how certain looks will develop, right? Right. It doesn't, it's, it's not going to be, um, you know, a hundred percent guarantee that that you know that the animal that you pick out is going to be a smoker. But at least I can start to see certain things and traits and like you know how do you pick out a beautiful jungle carpet? How do you know what mm-hmm. it's gonna what it's gonna look like as an I, adult? I love it you when know? you get to that point because then it's like when when Curtin and I were splitting up the the clutch that we did together, and. Um, it was one of the, I imagine this is what it must be like drafting some sort of like sports team. Like it's like (laughs) he picked one and I'm like, don't grab that one. Don't grab that one. Yes. And I grabbed, grabbed the one male and I'm like, you are staying and starring you right now. (laughs) Right. Like, and it was just kind of one things where it's like, you, you do that and you can see him go. Cause I got, I got the zebra female. Cause we each got a pair of zebras, the zebra female I'm holding on to. Because right. a one smoker, yeah. yes, the male has giant. The one that I kept, he's not a zebra; he's just a normal. But he has the broadest yellow bands. He's almost like a fifty-fifty. Okay, like, and I'm like, yes, that nice. yet that's what I want. So right. I'm like, you get to stay. And I know his mother is gorgeous, and his father was a wow line zebra. So I'm like, you can't. The yellows are just. It's perfect. And I don't even want to do a jungle project. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So secondary. Yeah. (laughs) See, for me, right. I, I often, I often would ask the question, like, how do, uh, GTP keepers like be able to pick out, (laughs) Well, I mean, they'll what all, they're going to look listen, like. They'll right? tell you that they can look at the red and be like, mm, yes, yes, that one is going to be pretty when it completely changes all its colors into something different. Wait, right? What? How do you? <laughs> yeah. I know. Wait, but I, that doesn't well, make any. I think like certain looks have, you know, like with the diamonds on the back, like can, right. Can, okay, can certain looks to 
certain can looks in certain higher lines. melanin, you right. know, stuff like that, you know. But um, but a normal straight up green tree python clutch where something crazy could be cooking in there, like I don't know. I, I I think it's just like for me, I can do it with carpets with like that, you know, right. and that's from doing that. That's from holding them back. But I can't really do it with chondros like I can yeah. with carpets. So, but um, no, nah, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, and then the only other thing I guess is morph market is our new uh, go to um, for selling snakes. It used to be king snake. I, I hear fauna's kind of falling off. Weird fauna's fauna's fauna. Um, I would say fauna has just kind of become a weird place. Um, I, I still lift stuff there every once in a while, but fauna is definitely the place where you kind of get um, more scammers. Maybe I will say that this, this week was the first week I got somebody who messaged me off of about a morph market thing. And it's like, I would like to send you a code and you can send it back to me and it will prove that your uh, listing on morph market is for real. And I'm like, no thanks wow i'll let they do that and then you that's how they hack into your phone okay yeah so you have to watch out for that um that's why a lot of morph market is very much like i had somebody inquire about an ocelot um just by sending me the word wait and question mark must be a ball python person like that i'm like listen dipshit we don't weigh it like it's yeah <laughs> i'm just I, I love to respond to those with like a fully like paragraph of hello my name's owen <laughs> like and it was just like <laughs> i understand that the snake that you're inquiring about you wish to know its weight yeah. well unfortunately here at rogue reptiles we don't weigh them like it was just uh yeah sounds like fun um oh, it's listen Ask a stupid question. <laughs> we're going to switch gears and we're going to switch over to the uh, the Patreon stream yep. in a couple of minutes. Um, I think we've hit on everything we need to Most uh, things to chat about as far as uh, babies go, uh, getting mm-hmm. them going, and all that kind of stuff. Um, we uh, we're supposed to do the calendar contest uh, deal, but um, shit, right? It's September first. Oh get shit! It, but uh, yeah. So right. that's going to be coming. That'll but, be coming soon. Very, right. very soon. I'm I'm busy this weekend getting alcohol poisoning. So, um, yes, and there would be I will try to get it up by Monday. Uh, we're going to do the traditional calendar competition. I think Eric and I decided on that rather than reviewing what has been slated in the book. So. This may be the last year for certain categories. Yes. <laughs> but uh, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> yep. There'll be an announcement on uh, NPR uh, Pick of the Week. And that's where you'll have to go to enter your um, photos. And all the rules will be up there uh, like it is every year. And then we have to speak with who the hell won last year? Terry came on with us, didn't he? Yeah, who yeah. was it? Who did win? I, I don't know. And did Terry choose? We have to listen to the old episode. I'm like, did yeah. Terry choose who was going to be in there? All right. So the the, the, the special thing. Yeah, we have TBD, but soon. Yes. 
Yeah, it's been it's been kind of a crazy month and a half for us here. It's been a weird year. <laughs> just... My dog died. Owen's yeah. getting married. Yeah. You know, work has been crazy. Uh, shows have been coming out late. Uh, so yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. It's been. Nuts, Guess so. what? Gonna keep rolling. So yeah, yeah. We'll get it together, and uh, we'll make sure that uh, everything is up. I just wanted to give a, a shout out, but. Um, uh, real quick, um, so if you want to support us, the network podcast, you can subscribe, share mm-hmm. the different podcasts on the network. You know, I I say our shows cover snakes and reptiles in depth with from more of a, um, maybe trying to figure out, you know, what makes it tick, but in mm-hmm. a way that the average person can sort of understand. Yep. Hopefully that makes for better keepers in the hobby which will make better lives for the animals ultimately. Yep. And, um, you know, that's sort of what we do. So there's plenty to, to, to sort of, uh, to, to, to stumble upon plenty of podcasts you can check out, um, on the network. Um, but, uh, you know, check out the website. Um, if you're into for more info on Morelia mm-hmm. and what, what we have going on, uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook at NPR network, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, which you are watching us live now. It's right you happening. are watching yeah. it live. Uh, Good job. You, know. you did it. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you want us to hit on a topic, uh, you know, spe- species, I'm mm-hmm. finishing up the water python episode, so that should be coming out soon. Uh, but info at Murray Python Radio is our email. Um, yeah. YouTube channel. And if you want to do a little more, uh, we have the Deep Spring store, and then we also have um, the Patreon, which we're about to go and chat about Animal Con. Cool. So I guess if you're a Patreon member, we'll meet you there. Uh, give us like a couple minutes to switch over. we'll be right over. Not, not, and we'll be there. To everybody else, appreciate uh, that means other than I appreciate what you guys is. <laughs> 100%. Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, Scott. Good enough. I appreciate Scott. that. Yeah. Um, what I'll do is we'll do the live stream over there and then I'll yep. make a podcast episode about it and then I'll put it over there so you guys can listen to it while you mm-hmm. drive. Because I'll tell you what, man, podcasts get me to and from work all the time. So I, I feel where you're coming from, Scott. Yeah. Um, so appreciate everybody. Uh, and uh, for the Patreon people, we'll see you in a few. Yep. All right. Hey.